On today's episode of GMGM Market Talk, a lot of conversation around what's been going on with the Bitcoin ordinals, other key components of the NFT ecosystem and space. Gary Gensler saying that everything besides Bitcoin is a security and a lot of speculation across the board. This episode was sponsored by Yordwiki. We heard more about their crowdfunding and what they're doing to raise capital to continue rolling out a Rotten Tomatoes meets Yelp version for NFTs and community feedback platform. It's a great episode all around. If you want to tune in live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern time, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time at Easy. It's Bodega on Twitter, but let's get into the episode. What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? We are back for another episode of GMGM Market Talk, Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, breaking down what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. I'm excited for today's episode. We got Yord Wiki with us today, sponsoring the episode. We're going to dive into exactly what crowdfunding is what their platform's built, and how to get involved halfway through the episode today. But before we do, we got to dive in to the market talk and break down everything that's been cooking in the crypto and NFT ecosystem. We had some uh, some eventful things kind of kick off yesterday. We had Gary Gensler say that everything besides Bitcoin is a security in the crypto space. So you got to love that. Turns out Robinhood the popular trading application for retail investors was subpoenaed for all cryptocurrencies that they sell except for Bitcoin. So some some questionable things going on over there. Very eager to see how all of that shakes up. Have some volume coming back to the Solana ecosystem, and I'm a huge fan of it. So let's get right into the conversation. We got 82,000 soul volume up about 16K from yesterday. It's a good day. It's a good day. We're inching higher. I'm a fan of it. We got a bunch of catalysts coming up as well across the board for March. We got MVP Society today. We got the heist, I believe, next month. We got Motley Dow's Midnight Midnight Club, Midnight, uh, Midnight Market launching as well. Tensor points are cruising right now. I finally started doing uh, my part, started to participate over there. I know I'm a little late, but better late than never to get a couple of them points, if you know what I'm saying. They're up to 19K in volume. Haiti Swap at 17. Coral Cuban at Magic Eden's AMM at 24. And Magic Eden doing about 62K by itself. Elixir still at 6.2K. Overall volume, including AMMs, actually over 100K, sitting at like 130 right now. Not a bad moment to have across the board. And as we start to take a look at projects themselves, Solace Lands at the top of the popular collections over the last hour, doing 700 soul volume, sitting at a four soul floor. Utes at 126, Clanosaurs at 34, SMBs back below 200. Hyperglyphs, the on-chain generative art that our very own Thiz is obsessed with. I believe they may have even sold out at this point. Floors sitting at 19. 110 soul volume in the last hour. Jelly Rascals at 73. OK Bears at 40.5. ABC's back to 63. Dual Bots at 58. And we got a Dust Labs announcement. I believe in 10 days. They delayed something there. No surprise on that. D got sitting at 500. Blocksmith's down to 58. Lily up to 6.7. And Famous Fox is at 48.7. As we pivot over to the Open Seas. We got Cool Cats at 2.21, leading the trending charts over the last 24 hours with 1,000 ETH in volume. Wreck Guy up to 1.2. Azuki's at 14.85. Oni Force at 1.6. 
MG Land once again in the trending charts. If anyone can explain what the hell that is, I'd be eternally grateful. These things are up from 0.03 all the way to 0.07. Board Ape Kettle Club at 8. Renga at 1.29. Mutant Apes at 15.11. Other Deeds at 1.82. Sinners and Saints minting yesterday, seeing a high of 0.04. Back to 0.029 right now. And over to the top collections. Board Apes at 69.69. Fitting. Sewer Passes at 2.4. With Dookie Dash, I believe, ending tomorrow. Board Ape Kennel Club all the way up to 8. Getting some legs here as well. Doodles at 5.49. Clonex at 4.74. And Moonbirds at 6.35. But let's get right into the action. Buddy, Frisk, Manny, how are we living? Man, ETH, ETH is slow. It's I'm always slow. for Momoguru. Literally always slow. Perpetually. No, it's not. It's like molasses. Yeah, you guys got you guys got great projects dropped in left. We do. It's there. March is going to be an electric month. I'm excited for it. Um, what are you excited for on ETH? Let's hear it. Uh, Momoguru. Okay, that's one. Nice. And that's Thursday. Anything else? Yeah, after that. I'm waiting. I don't know. Oh, the summer. Oh, yeah. Um, nice. Oh, Bordinals. Oh. Yeah, Yuga. They're cash grab. Yuga's dropping. Yuga's, no, it's not a cash grab. How could you even They're say auctioning that? them, and they completely note that there's no future utility, no previous back utility, and it's just art. What's the, like, what does that even mean? Yeah, what what's does that the even mean? You tell me. Mona Lisa, dude. What is the, what's the utility of, of art? Like, there is no utility why did, of art. Then why is Yuga like, dropping it? Why is Yuga dropping it? it? What is the point of Yuga dropping an art collection on Bitcoin? It's fine art. Why? Because Bitcoin is the cryptocurrency. So man. you're telling me just because Yuga saw volume on Bitcoin, they have to capture some market share. They have to get that sweet liquidity, right? I mean, dude, yeah, they're, a good they're argument. the best NFT company in the world. Why would they not have an NFT on Bitcoin? Why would they? That doesn't make much Explain sense. Explain why. Why not? What, what do you mean? Why? Because, because they can. Because they're the best at it. Why would they not? They're in a, well, Why do we get surprised every time an NFT company sells an NFT? Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's the most sound argument you've actually made this entire morning. <laughs> uh, I was working on it. Yeah, you were workshopping it for a while to sort it out. All right. Well, Frisk, how we doing? I'm gonna bid no, you're not. <laughs> you're literally not going to. Why can't afford that, exactly? Exactly. That's what. I, how much do you think they go for the Bordinals? And they've fumbled the name. Fumbled. Well, I don't think they wanted them to be, you know, related to the uh, Board of Yacht Club thing. They said it's not related to any project they've done before. You know how people start getting mm -hmm. crazy. Don't think this gets them into the fucking yacht club or something. Yeah, cash grabbers would have it's also worked. Piece of, no, it's a piece of art for your wall, bro. It's different utility. Li liquidity drain different. ordinals would have also worked. Um, grift ordinals would have also flew. Yeah, some good names. They fumbled a couple. Frisk, what's going on? GM, everyone. Um, yeah, I think that ZA is going to hold me like by the fucking hair if I say this, but I think that projects dropping their, their own like Bitcoin collection at this point is a bit overrated. I, I don't see any reason not to, but I don't see any reason to either. Like I saw there was also an announcement from Catalina Wales who are doing it too. And I was like, oh, that's great. Well, don't you guys have other collections you should be probably starting paying attention to first? But like, I, I guess it's nice seeing that projects are trying to go cross chain. And uh, I just, I'm surprised that like, this is the, the avenue for it. Nonetheless, I don't think it's a bearish thing. I don't, Think it's a bullish thing either. Maybe in a few years it will be, but for the time being, I don't know. Uh, it's it's not. It doesn't like it doesn't make me any more interested in it. Like what is it? 
Cubs is doing it too. They're dropping a Bitcoin collection, and I'm like, dude, where is Yoga Pets? Why, why is, why is this your focus right now? You have a project to launch. What are you doing? What? Why? This didn't exist. Yeah, that's ridiculous. They dude, should, they should do be not with this stuff. I, I, I'm, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But anyways, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna run tangent about it. Um. Momo Guru on Thursday, they finally dropped their mint price and supply, 8888 pieces at 0.22. I know yesterday I said that we could see 5K at 0.15. I was quite wrong on that. That being said, it seems like based on sentiment, people really don't care. They're still going to mint the shit out of this. I'm seeing price predictions anywhere from like, if we're getting really conservative, one ETH, if we're getting really aggressive, two ETH. And They're going to 400 average, ETH, and that's just because I have whitelist. Oh, cool. I, I'm not going to complain. I also have whitelist. I would love to see 500. <laughs> so, yeah. That's how the math uh, works. I'm very excited. I, I love it. Yeah, I mean, 680 sounds great. Uh, so, I'm very excited for that, too. Um, <laughs> can we also take in that Captain's flipped Doodles uh, clone X? I said they would. I said they would. I said Captain's at 3.95. Feel great. We got the meme token coming, a Binance backing. Give me, the, give me all the Ponzi's. I'm for it. Dude, I think we at this point have to just accept that captains are an official mid cap. Like they're they're within the ranks. I'm going of, one step up. They're going to break ten ETH over time. Bold. Over time, not That's like bold. tomorrow. I, okay, but so, like in the next twelve months. Uh, I can see that. So okay, actually, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned this because I'm going to pull a PO again today too. Yesterday on the afternoon show, <laughs> I asked three. Pro- I I'm sorry. I I'm, I'm a fan of this. Let it fly. Uh, Okay, cool. I'm going to start doing this more often. Okay. Uh, yesterday on the afternoon show, we I asked if you had told three Solana projects for 365 days, what would it be? For everyone in the audience, I'm now asking you to hit that button in the bottom right corner, the purple button with the comment section. And I want you to let us know three ETH collections that you would have to hold for 365 days. What would it be? Only rule is they have to be 10K or more. Have to be 10k. That's all or more. Oh shit! I got to redo my list. Hold on. Oh my they got to be 10k. Dude. Bunnies, bunnies would be Bordenols. All 300 of them. Yeah, I had 12 fold on there, man. Shut the fuck up. Sport apes, mutant apes, other deed. Oh my god. Uh, other deeds. Yeah. Hot take. I'm putting squiggles on mine. Is that a 10k? That is 10k. No, no, that's not really a hot take. Like, hundred thousand years, oh, man. They'll still be here. They're on chain. It's fast, actually. They'll be here in a hundred thousand years. Thousand years. I'll be here. Yeah. Twelve fold is better art than chromy squiggles. Squ- dude, it's a. It's how, a do fucking squiggly line. how do I kick you? How do I? How do I? How do I kick you out the fucking? Dude, state? You can't tell me that. How do I one get you out of here? Line is oh, that squiggly line is my most favorite what thing. The fucker in the world. said Yuga's cash grab on Bitcoin is better than chromy squiggles. All right. Well, the only reason people like squiggles better is because it costs more right now. That's it. And will in a hundred thousand years too. Will in on It's that's on ETH, dude. It's not even on. Yyc. Shout out, confused Dgen. Oh, I like are you, are you both of you. Shut the hell up. Right now, right now we got shout out, confused Dgen, the only one who actually answered the question. It says Bayc checks in meme land. I actually like that play. I like that play. Something. I got one of them right. Yeah, meme land. Manny, how we living? Dude, I'm doing all right, man. Yeah, you're seeing all these people jump ship to ordinals because your boy Gary said that you won't catch a charge because it's not a security. So everyone's trying to dodge. Yeah, both ordinals are launching soon. Yeah, dude, the door doggonals. But uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, man. The only play I'm really looking to make is the second Frank drops that video. 
I'm going to buy a Ute and then immediately take a loan on it and then just pay the six soul interest to hold it for a week and then just ride the pump. Like if they're sitting at like 120, 125, like they'll probably hit like 150, but I'll be in for like six soul because that's like my interest price minus like the LTV that'll be on there. I think that's like the only play I'm really looking to make. Lily, I said would go double digits, but dude, I looked at that Haiti swap pool. And that is deep, dude. Like, that is going to take an act of God to completely drain that. And, like, that's the biggest thing with these, like, AMM pools. It's, like, you're swimming 500 meters with a 10-pound dumbbell in one hand. And you're, like, dude, if I could just drop this, I would fly. So, I don't know. That's kind of all I'm really looking to do. I'm going to keep ARP farming today. I got all of my coworkers to do it. And I was, like, I'm going to make you guys money and then you're going to buy NFTs. And they're like, all right, we'll buy an NFT if this airdrop hits. What if the airdrop doesn't hit and then you just wrote them off of crypto for even longer? Dude, they didn't deserve to be in, dude. You know what I'm saying? You got to get burned to learn, dude. You know what I'm saying? They needed this. Yeah, you know, uh, I think you're spot on. I want to pass over to Shrimp. What's going on? We're not We're not going to the rabbit. Shrimp, what's, what's up? <clears throat> well, good morning, Easy. Uh just want to say I would hold sappy seals, but they're no longer a 10 K nope, collection. Nope. So I guess you can't say them. Yeah. But, uh, no, dude, to be honest with you, my, my, uh, my, my advice for the day, that's not financial advice is to buy squirrels. We're getting closer to the, you, you right. No, no, you, you sit there and let me finish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Buy squirrels. Just that's, that's the alpha dude. We're getting the great buy zone. If we hit nine, dude, the last time we hit nine, which was like, you know, a couple weeks ago, fucking catalyst to like 16 and everybody was like, oh, you sat there and squirrels were going down. Well, I told you to buy them at 30. Then I told you to buy them at nine. Then they went to 16. One of those was going to be okay. Uh, but also I wanted to throw uh, some love to Ian because, uh, you know, I got these whitelist tokens in my wallet for MVP after he told me he's going to blacklist my wallet. And I, they didn't come from him. Uh, just, I just want him to know that I got like sources. So are we, are we minting today, guys? Uh, what, are, what are we doing with MVP? Yeah, man. Mint's live, uh, you know, all day, pretty much uh, multiple phases. I don't know. Magic Eden Launchpad's always so complicated, but yeah. All day. If you drop on a launch pad, you can see the, the time That's frame. Yeah, I got I got four hours to my wallet can. I mean, for some reason, I guess I didn't get blacklisted like you said you're gonna do. You funded uh, him. I tried. Magic Eden shot me down. I tried. You know, they they, they I guess they were trying to be more. You know, <laughs> uh, they didn't want to be a centralized entity in this uh, dispute. Did you not fund the man? No, I didn't fund him. I just chose a free mint over him. Yeah, that's and, so much better. You know, Exactly. Like, that's what I said. A free mint is so much better than a paid mint. Like, come on now. But yeah, no, uh, someone sent me some whitelist tokens last night. And then I was like, oh, they're for MVP. And then I knew Ian was going to be here this morning. So I just wanted to sit there and, you know, poke the bear and have some fun with him. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll go with that. That's exactly what you were doing. <clears throat> Sam, what's going on? Then we're going to hit Ray, then Malik, and then maybe eventually the rabbit. GM, easy, mate. Hello, boys and, and ladies in the crowd. Bunny, Frisk, Manny, how are we all doing? You all good? Yeah, we're alive and well. Alive and well. And uh, speaking of alive and well, mate, I'm so glad the Ordinals conversation is what sparked the, sparked the debates today because uh, it's been an interesting 24 hours for me in the Ordinal world, mate. 
So obviously, I don't know if you remember, I got into that nouns, the ordinal nouns. So, yes, uh, sir. So they, they, they pulled a solid hard rug about 36 oh. hours ago, deleted Discord, deleted Twitter. And me oh. being the trustworthy Brit I am, you know, left them in custody of the three nouns that I own. So that so just so you all oh. know, guys, when you get rugged on ordinals, you get fucking rugged. Because, like, I haven't even got an NFT to show for it. But, so that was the first, that was the trough, mate. But we're peaking now because ordinal punks, I just sold both of mine for, like, over 1.6 ETH. So it's all balancing out. The karma in the world has come around. Yeah, they flew because of this uh, Bodordinal situation right now. Crazy, mate. Crazy stuff. Well, me and you were obviously fucking trading the shit out of them for a few days. And then I just kind of had those two. But the beanie one, mate, the beanie is what's made me that bad. So it's been an emotional roller coaster for two days, but right now, praying that somehow, some way, I can track this Robert Hall guy down and like put a gun to his head and make him transfer. Hey, Jesus Christ! Well, mate, they're like sub fifteen k ordinals. They're probably going to be like twenty floor now in a month, knowing 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 me. But um, anyway, mate. So yeah, I'm looking forward to these board eight ordinals. How's this going to work? Like, what are we? Are they going to? It's an auction. Is it like? Is it are they like a? Dutch auction, or am I just gonna have no, to outbid? No, like, the they're just gonna pull as much money as they possibly can in grift. That's it. That's not what they're doing. Uh, Sam. Bunny, you, so, you, 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 you want to explain it better than me, Bunny? Yeah, you seem to have all the best calls. Yeah, they're the selling fine art. And, that, that, and, it's pretty straightforward. They're selling. In what fine manner art. are they selling it? In an auction, dude. What? Why? Why else would you sell this? Stuff? Yeah, but to be fair, the last auction. Have you have you ever heard of fucking Sotheby's? Oh, so you get Sotheby's now? Are is are Sotheby's is that are Sotheby's grifter? Yes. Is yeah. Christie's yes. a grifter? Like the answer is yes to both of those. Absolutely. The answer is yes to both of those. The last auction they did, they rugged it last minute and made us pay extortionate amounts of gas to buy fucking land plots that are down ninety nine percent. So I'm just curious where your conviction comes from. I'm fine with the gas fees I spent. Those gas fees were my decision, Sam. I was the one who clicked the button. This dude. I can see it. It wasn't Yuga's decision. This motherfucker, dude. I fucking hate it, dude. Who invites him up here every single day? We got to talk. Oh, I had something. We we got to talk to HR, man, because this guy's out of control. Ray, what's going on? Are these borderlands the same art? No, it is fine art. It's generative art that's made by the Yuga team. So I will give them that. At least it's not like apes on chain and honestly if they did put bunny's ape on chain that whatever one they put on is technically not the real one because i was first yeah i'm i i kind of am bullish on them doing something that's not the same art like uh sam said like ordinal nouns or some shit i do not trust that shit but you guys want me to pin it to the top no 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 we're not gonna do that (laughs) oh my god but yeah, the what Shrimp said, yo, you want to be the fucking guy? Every time you see liberties go to ten, you just fucking call them out everywhere. People will like you for it. I think you're spot on. Let's go to Ian, then Malik, then we'll hit Bunny, then Double A. Let's make it quick because we gotta dive into Yord Wiki. Learn about crowdfunding. Learn about Rotten Tomatoes meets community feedback meets NFTs, and I'm excited for it. Ian, what's going on? Yo, uh, yeah, big mint day for us, but uh, I'm not showing that. I wanted to see if any of you guys look at SWE, that network at all. Um, I know it's super early in testing. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely looking at it, um, especially if they somehow have an airdrop. 
That's basically all I care about because I anticipate it's going to do the exact same move as Aptos. I don't know if he rugged because I think he rugged. I think he rugged. Yeah. Oh, are you still there? No. Yeah, we're still here. Yeah. We're... Um, AirPods. The um, the interesting thing, you know, they are sort of the same team as uh, uh, the same founders. They released last night. I don't know if you saw. It, they have a big thread about performance of their testnet. And uh, they did like a wave two or something like that. And man, it's pretty bullish. I think you should dig in and look at it. Um, as a game dev, they're they're pretty solid. Like, well, it was uh, what Facebook for, chain was supposed to be for games, right? Like, Facebook was supposed yeah. to do this. Mm-hmm. It's those same founders. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, Libra yep. or something. Um, and uh, all those those two companies spun out of that. And so, yeah, I do think Aptos kind of floundered because they didn't have any apps or people when they launched. Uh, and it does seem like Sui is approaching that differently. So I don't know, man. I'm I would uh, at least subscribe to their Twitter because it, it's looking pretty strong right now. Yeah, I'm going to continue to dive into that. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for Arbitrum's eventual airdrop. I'm excited for... There's a couple others. Anchor Finance is another one I've been looking at. There's a bunch of other stuff. Tensor obviously has some liquidity pools right now that you can get some points on. And I'm not too sure what their token's going to do, but it looks like they're trying to be the blur of uh, Solana, which... Free cash is free cash, so we'll take it. Malik, what's going on? What's up, EZ? I wanted to uh, talk about the, the SEC stuff that you mentioned with, with Robin Hood and, and the implications there. I think this is the, the story is getting like a little bit twisted. Robin Hood received those subpoenas back when FTC filed for bankruptcy. Um, so this is just something that just happened yesterday. I think that the reason the news broke yesterday was that they – put out a statement, I guess they responded to those subpoenas and put out a statement. It wasn't anything that was specific, you know, to, to be concerned about that the SEC was now considering ETH a security that hasn't been determined, if anything, you know, and this is something that I, I don't know, everyone just forgot probably because it happened back in 2018, but the SEC actually back in 2018 put out a statement saying that Bitcoin and ETH were the only two cryptos that they were not going to be treating as a security. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I think that the idea that the ordinals rush and the Yuga timing on this is because all of a sudden they know that ETH is going to be treated as a security. I, I just that that doesn't really add up with the uh, with the facts. It's a fun narrative, but I just I don't buy it. I think I think you're spot on. I, I also think Litecoin probably doesn't end up being a security considering the devs rugged out like years ago at this point. So I think that's a pretty safe bet too, considering they're just gone. <laughs> you know, Ripple still. Oh yeah, Ripple. Rip, yeah, they're going straight to jail. Straight to jail. Double uh, Double Ape, what's going on? Hey guys, so um, yeah, I wanted to talk about captains really quick. I know you brought it up, so I figured I'd put my bags here a oh, little bit. Um, bag bias. I, I heard that uh, heard the speculation is like the artists of One Piece came out with like a new show on Netflix or something, and there was like a captain ship in the back, so people thinking that that's the artist. We come captains. up with the dumbest theories um, here in the entire world, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they pulled up a tweet from way back asking, and he was one of the artists that they said, who would you like to have as your PFP artist or whatever? So you I mean, it kind of adds up a little bit. So, yeah, the speculation is what it's about. So that pumped it up. And um, a lot of the experts, the meme land experts, telling me that I should dump my potatoes and just go all in on captains because that's where you get all the treasure maps. Um, so, yeah, I, I think um, it's definitely a good hold. It's pumping. It's about to flip pudgies. Um, the other question for the panel, like, I had two quick questions for you guys. Um, so what do we think about Digi? 
in terms of holding it at this point? Nope. Uh, did they completely fumble? Nope. Are they all done? Set. Nope. 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 I'm, I'm all set. Nope. 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 All right. Uh, are we are we looking at moon nope. birds? Nope. Kevin's nope. about nope. to drop nope. the bomb. No. No. Okay. Okay. So if I want to get a board and okay, do I have to run nope. Bitcoin? Nope. 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 Like, is there a wallet? Is there a no, no. can't do I, anything? I, I like Just the way this guy's mind works. I like that. I'm gonna draw, I'm gonna jump in your DMs, bro. <laughs> You, you just need 10 Bitcoin uh, so you can win one of those uh, 300. That's all it's going to cost. Easy. Yeah, I am easy. That is that is the name. Can you sell these things? Oh, who knows? Easy. Can you sell uh, that's, them? <laughs> no? uh, nope, 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 nope. How, how much do you think these things are going to go for? Honestly, there's 300 of them. It's Yuga. It's on Bitcoin. How much do you really think these are going to go for? I, I would be My head would explode if, it, if any of them went for under one Bitcoin. They're going to go for a, for a Bitcoin. Yeah. I anticipate at least one singular Bitcoin is a. Uh, I agree. That has to be the. Yeah, floor. it wouldn't shock me. But so just to kind of answer that, they do have, I believe it's Exoverse wallet, and now MetaMask actually someone figured out a way to put ordinals in MetaMask. I t- listen, I have no idea what the hell MFers are doing out here. There's still no marketplace, but uh, like there's ordinals marketplace, but all it is is a redirect to OpenSea with verified emblem vault listings, which like cool. Like they did something. Most of the transactions still happen in Discord right now, and I think that ZK shared a marketplace once. But anytime uh, we talk Bitcoin ordinals, that guy pulls up out of out of the middle of nowhere, and it's like he's just sitting in a bush waiting for us to say Bitcoin, and pops right up and is like, "Oh, all right, <laughs> heard it." It's like a bat symbol. So I'm sure he's gonna have a bunch of details. Wouldn't even shock me if he somehow ended up with one of these, buddy. What do you have? You have four seconds of time. My lord! All right, and that is your time. Forever. Thank uh, you. Appreciate appreciate the good. No, I, I, we were wallet watching Mongrel last night. Dude. I think you're gonna like this because you said he, he hates NFTs. He'll no, never buy well, now you just put words in my mouth. What is going on? What? I said he's not buying a stupid ape. Well, he did buy an NFT. Do you want to hear about the NFT boat or not, man? To be honest with you, dude, if it's coming from you, I really don't care. Okay. Well, he did. He did stable up a high majority. <laughs> Uh, of that. <laughs> uh, like a lot of it, guys. How much are you talking? Um, How much you stable up? I, I don't know exactly. There's just 100K going, going out left and right, man. Um, he bought an underground pass. I thought that yeah, was actually do you, interesting. Do you know why? Because they have the best alpha? I don't because know. The guy who bridged the deal for him was from underground. It's like his friend, okay. like his homie. Like Wow, so he felt like he owed that guy. <laughs> he had to buy an underground pet, but he didn't buy it. But he didn't think he. Why would he owe you? He, he spent. He or... spent four grand, five grand, six grand on a singular pass to win the game and beat Bozos. He had to spend cash. Bunny, a, a Yuga, a Yuga Maxi should have won that shit. Dude, they're if, all fifty-seven uh... years old and can barely play video games. Whoa, 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 whoa! Notice there wasn't even an argument. It was just that dude, stop it. Like <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the weakest argument ever. I didn't even try to defend himself. Now it's like, hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, you're right. Hey, yo, okay, yo, hey, yo, <laughs> yo, hey. Right, well, it's fifty. It's fifty-six. Listen, okay, listen, God. listen. <laughs> All right, but hey. That's enough of this Bordinals talk. We got Yord up here today. They're sponsoring the episode. They're doing some crowdfunding. I'm excited to hear more about it. So we're going to give them the floor at the moment. Yord, what's going on? I think we got Basquire here with us. Correct me if I'm wrong, but give us the lowdown. What's going on? That's correct. What's up, Easy? What's up, everyone else? Maybe I'll say hi to Bunny. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, this is, this is Basswire and the Yord account. Yord, it stands for Your Own Research Done, a little play on D-Y-O-R. We are a uh, wiki-style Web3 repository that incorporates a community and critic source review platform. So the easiest way to think of it is like Wikipedia meets Rotten Tomatoes for all of Web3. Uh, we launched our beta back in July of last year. Um, it was solely focused on NFTs and began on the Solana network just because Solana blockchain, just because that's where I built my roots. You know, I started on ETH, ended up on Solana, been there for a good while now and uh but after beta testing it for the last several months everyone really was pretty vocal you know and and sharing their feedback on it that they wanted everything of web3 on our platform not just nfts from dApps DeFi, DAOs, exchanges anything protocols that you would you know interact with or that you would want to google or wikipedia search about in web3 have an ability to review and rate those things and obtain uh, reviews and ratings from professionals, similar to like a Rotten Tomatoes type platform. So we are building out that uh, total redesign to our UI and design. Um, you know, we've actually developed a complete prototype, easy, I shared it with you uh, the other day. Um, and yeah, so we are currently raising for that uh, dev build out and our go to market strategy, you know, to actually you know, bring this to the people because we haven't allocated any funds to, to marketing uh, in, in any material way. I was actually like, this is the first time we're doing something that's more like sign us up to do this um, because uh, it's just been, yeah, really, really just something we want to get the product out there first. We're not an NFT project. We, uh, we announced our community funding raise that we're doing. Uh, we're, we're trying to start something new to give actual uh, contributors a piece of what we're building at the ground floor and have them have them part of what we're building. You know, we think the community is such a huge, important piece of this ecosystem and we really want to mobilize them in a compliant manner. Um, I'm a corporate transactional attorney by trade. I was not going to launch a token or an NFT associated with this just because of all the questions, concerns, gray area. Um, and so we opted to follow Reg CF, Reg Crowdfunding, and do a uh, crowdfunding raise. Yeah, so I mean, this is a net new approach to doing some form of a raise. I'm curious, could you break down exactly what the crowdfunding means? Like, how does how does this work? Yeah, sure. So similar to other crowdfunding platforms that you guys have probably uh, have seen in the past, we're using a, a, a newer platform called Capital, and it supports fiat and USDC contributions. Unlike other platforms, we have elected to use one that is an equity based platform, which means that contributors get actual equity in the form of what is called a, a YC safe, a Y combinator for those who are familiar, simple agreement for future equity. Um, so what you would do is you contribute based on the, you know, the tier that you're contributing in. And we have two different ones. There's a uh, uh, tweak into the top that outlines, you know, all, all the parameters of our uh, crowdfunding raise. And in exchange for your contribution, you will get a legal document that outlines your entitlement to future equity in what we're building based on, you know, the, the tier, the valuation tier that you're investing in and how much you contribute. Um, and yeah, we're using this platform because it is an SEC registered platform. Um, so you do have to connect either through a bank account or through your Coinbase or things like that. Um, you know, we are following the regulations because there's, like I said, reg crowdfunding is an actual SEC regulation that sets forth the parameters of how you can, you know, crowdfund raise. Um, unlike other platforms that might give away like 
early access to their product or you know things like that uh, for your contributions, you're actually getting equity in what we're building. And what is the equity amount, if you're allowed to share that? Yeah, so we're doing two different tiers. Um, each tier is has an aggregate available of 5% each. The priority tier um, is has a minimum contribution of 5K per individual at a uh, $2 million valuation. So um, there's a maximum of 20 contributors to that. In the second tier, it's pretty much open. We're doing a, a $50 minimum contribution to allow other individuals, you know, in the community who, you know, want to participate but aren't, you know, at that, uh, you know, level or ability to, or, you know, desire to participate, you know, in the thousands of dollars, which is understandable, to be able to at least be involved in, in a certain meaningful way or whatever meaningful way they, they you know, feel is, is appropriate. No, that's good to hear. And did you mention how much you're looking to raise with this? Yeah. So, you know, this is not like the, um, the set sail, you know, into the, in the sunset type of raise. Um, we're looking for an aggregate of 300 K we've been bootstrapped for the last uh, year and two months since we launched. Um, and you know, really this is to get the overhaul of the platform done, all the new features, UI design, uh, go cross chain. Uh, cause like I said, right now we're on Solana and we are in incorporating a number of the wallet aggregators to allow us to, support ETH, Poly, you know, SWE, Aptos, all of them. Actually, Aptos team reached out to us, you know, interested in getting on. Um, and yeah, we want this to be a full comprehensive repository, regardless of what chain you are, you know, utilizing or what project you're looking to uh, or company you're looking to find in Web3. Um, so yeah, we, we, you know, figured out what the costs would be from uh, dev build out, you know, based on our prototype and the features that we've built out, uh, our go to market strategy, and honestly, the the legal costs, because for anyone who's been involved in a startup early on, and the equity raises, and what we would hope to do next with either VC or, or another liquidity event, we need to be adequately prepared for that. Um, so those three main costs, and then just the ongoing admin, because we do we do pay our our uh, analysts. We have about twenty analysts currently. We hope to expand that team to about fifty uh, before our next uh, potential liquidity event, and we pay them uh, on a per review basis. So, can anybody participate? I guess from that perspective, when you like the reviews, is anybody rewarded that in some capacity? Yeah. So it's it it follows kind of like a Yelp slash Rotten Tomatoes model. So anyone in the community could come and use our platform free of charge and kind of like Yelp, you could browse reviews, get information on projects, anything you want to do uh, to get that information and, you know, digest that information. The second you want to interact with a review or, you know, leave a review or maybe participate in some of the gamification we have going on, you know, like earn rewards, like uh, we have a social currency, we kind of, uh, you know, got some inspiration from the Reddit model of tips and, you know, tipping other uh, analysts or other contributors for their content on the platform. Um, we've actually integrated that SPL with HeyWallet, so you can do it, you know, through Twitter as well. Um, so once you want to do any of those things, you have to connect a wallet just to, you know, rather than connecting an email address and it creates your own profile, something like a Yelp profile and tracks all of your reviews in time memorial. So it's a customizable profile. You can add a bio, link your socials, all of those things. And then say, I, you know, really didn't like, uh, I saw a review maybe, you know, Frisk made, and I was really interested. I could click on his name, go and see all the reviews he's ever left, like them, dislike them, 
maybe flag them as spam if I think they're spam, you know, potentially if someone like a bot or someone like that is using the program or tip him or maybe, you know, tweet out his review because I really appreciated it. Um, and then we have our core team of analysts, similar to like the Rotten Tomatoes model, um, who are those thread writers, content creators, educators in this space who are here really to give back. And we've, you know, either reach out to them or in many cases they've reached out to us and they're a hand selected team. We've vetted them. We've interviewed them. We check their content and they, you know, write tremendous threads in all different styles and using all different formats from, you know, TikTok to, um, you know, YouTube to all different, you know, easy. I tried to get you to join, you know, early on. I know you left a great YouTube review on us uh, way back. I think it was your first or second YouTube uh, review, which uh, we really, really appreciated. Um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much the core core uh, product. No, that's awesome. And we may have some questions here. I hope it's all right. Malik, did you have a question on this? Yeah, just in terms. So I, I, first of all, I think it's a great idea. And I can't tell you how many spaces I've been in that we have talked about specifically on the subject of like, you know, people who rug and, and projects who rug and, and sort of bad actors in the space. And we always complain about what a short memory the space has and how there needs to be some place to sort of memorialize all the shit that's happened in the past so that people in the future can reference it. So just even from that aspect, I think it's, it's great and has a, a great use case. Uh, my question is just, you know, you're, you're talking about being like almost like the Web3 Yelp or Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. Um, that That's a lot of manpower to get through spam and fake reviews and, you know, malicious reviews and all that stuff. You know, how, how big is your team right now in terms of the analysts that are going through and doing that? And what's your plan at scale to do that? Because I know that's one of the biggest pain points for those companies to be able to keep their product like clean of, of spam and, and, and fake reviews. What's the process look like if I've got my, first of all, how, how big is the team and how are you going to address it in the future? And, and what's the process look like if my project has some, you know, whatever, someone who comes in and decides to, to, to FUD it, uh, you know, falsely, how do I deal with that? Because if it's on chain, it feels like you can never really get rid of that. Yeah. So, uh, great questions. Uh, I'll try and answer all of them. Let me know if I forget anything. Uh, as for the team, our core team is four of us. Uh, and then we have our dev and then three, three and a half advisors. One, he's not committed to be advisor until he actually brings us funding. Um, but our team is, you know, myself who I come from a corporate transactional legal background. I'm actually a full-time web three attorney now, uh, for a blockchain product company that, uh, may or may not have worked with uh, a, a project that Bunny is very you know, associated with. Um, then we have a product lead, uh, an operations lead, and then a lead for experience gamification. And you, you know, um, God, wait, you're down there. I don't even know, we, we give them all different titles. Then we have three different, you know, core advisors. Some of them are, are YC alums who have, you know, several startups or angel investors who, you know, and, and, you know, have successful exits. Um, then we have about 22 analysts and I think three or four ambassadors at this time. Um, to answer your question about the business models and the concern for flooding and fake reviews, yeah, we've analyzed those platforms and look at those business models from all different review platforms in Web2 and try to address those things. The first thing that, you know, is just like an, an automatic filter, obviously bots can get around this eventually, is that in order to leave a review, you have to connect a wallet. Um, and then we can look at that wallet's activity and whether they've done anything 
you know, either on chain in the past or done anything to customize their profile to see if they violate our terms of use. So while we are a, you know, focused on the Web3 ecosystem, we really are a Web 2.5 resource. We are, you know, kind of putting ourselves in the middle of the space. You know, while we have this wallet connection, our reviews are not on chain. Um, not yet. We don't think it's necessary. We think we need to create a tool that is easy to navigate, that's familiar, that's not intimidating to, you know, those people who are used to having Web2 review platforms and use them in everything that they do in their daily lives. Um, so also to track that, you know, like, so say there was a review that was malicious or fudding or anything like that. First, we can, the community can flag it as spam. And after I think it's 15 flags, we get pinged and we can check that. The team can respond to those reviews. So if the team claims their profile similar to Yelp, they can reply to reviews. So maybe it's not, you know, a bot, but someone saying something malicious or, uh, or something that would fall in the lines of like libel or slander. They can reply to that similar to Yelp, which is public. Everyone sees that and it lives on the platform forever. Um, and then the last area is that for the when leaving a review, you identify whether you're a holder or non-holder or a former holder. And we're working with Matrica and other aggregators to have a certify button. So it actually checks your wallets to confirm that and leaves a stamp of approval on your review, similar to Rotten Tomatoes. If you, you know, buy the movie tickets through Rotten Tomatoes, it'll say certified viewer if you leave a review. If you make a reservation through Yelp, it'll say certified, you know, review because, you know, you, you ate at that restaurant. So similar type thing on, on our reviews, if you are an actual holder or even former holder and you identify that and certify that review, it'll check your wallet and put a stamp of approval on that review. And, you know, so individuals can take that with, a you know, with higher weight. Awesome, man. Bullish. I, th I think it's a great, great idea and a product that we definitely need in the ecosystem. No, no, <clears throat> I love to hear Malik uh, give some kind words of support there. So real quick, Jord, I had a question. Are people outside of the U.S. able to invest? Yeah, so this is an SEC registered platform. So, you know, we're not in charge of the investing, you know, like while we are setting the parameters, once you go on, you create an account and it determines your eligibility. But yes, similar to any other entity, you know, that you would start up, you know, that you would angel invest in um, or pre-seed round. And through Reg CF, accredited and non-accredited investors can invest uh, along certain parameters. You do have to disclose certain things about your net worth, um, you know, and make those statements. Um, and you'll get certain reportings, you know, annually uh, about your investment. But um, yes, that's the whole point of why we're doing this. We're, we're trying to put ourselves in a middle ground of like not being a true angel round because you know we think those things that you know happen behind closed doors don't present op, you know ample opportunity for the community and i think i'm a true believer that just because something can be an nft project doesn't mean it should be um and as a corporate attorney you know in this space is, uh, is legal counsel for a blockchain product company seeing tokens launched that are questionable or nft projects that are questionable you know especially after like gensler said what he said yesterday just really don't want to play in that space and don't think it's necessary, but really want to get the community involved. We've built this really tight knit, um, high quality, you know, community of early supporters and wanted to give them a, a chance to get in at the ground floor. No, that's awesome to hear. And Ian, did you have a question on that? Yeah, I got so many questions. I'm so bullish on attorney founders. I got to say that because that's a uh, <laughs> big savings uh, to have your attorney founder. Um, yeah, so I guess my first was you said uh, you're raising 300k, two mil valuation cap, no no discount cut. I'm assuming, and 
what happens if you don't raise that? You know, what, what do you think you'll do if, if for whatever reason it's just, it's, it is tough going out there. If you raised a hundred or something, or do you, what do you do next? Do you think? Yeah. So we, we, uh, set forth different scenarios, you know, for our budget allocations, if we do and don't raise, you know, certain amounts and we have different plans, you know, from dev build outs in, in stepwise fashion, what's great about raises on like NFT projects and especially using this platform, like there's not like a ticker or a deadline or, you know, and this is another reason why we felt like an NFT project wouldn't be beneficial while there's great things, you know, to get community involvement and, you know, build that hype and that attention. Um, you know, two things, you know, what do you actually get when you get an NFT? Who knows? You know, you're not a shareholder. You're not really entitled to equity. Maybe you have some governance rights, but to the project, you actually, you know, control the project's value and likely their success as well. You know, if, uh, if a community doesn't like the art or, you know, doesn't like something that, you know, how the NFT project is ran, which is separate and apart from the product itself, they can go and, you know, floor that project or throw everything in an AMM and, you know, undercut all of this because something else hyped is coming out. And that really can be detrimental to a project um, that can really lead to their, you know, success or failure. Um, so, you know, we're focused on building this product, not focused on having an NFT project. Um, so for us, you know, we felt that giving uh, equity and actual, you know, like as a shareholder in a company, what do you, what are you actually entitled to? You're entitled to your equity distributions when they occur and then potentially shareholder, you know, matters that are left for shareholder vote. Other than that, you know, you are, you're just, you have stake in the company. That's it. You're not entitled to the tables or chairs at the business. You're not entitled to, you know, be present at certain meetings or anything like that. You believe in what the company's building and want to have, you know, an opportunity to have a piece of that. And that's what we're offering. Now, for our tier one investors, we probably will be creating some kind of committee for them because we do want to, you know, take some aspects of it being like an angel round, people who are truly believers and want to invest in this at a higher level. We, we want to have that community aspect and them involved and be contributing their, you know, not just opinions, but their skills and their resources, um, you know, their network. I think that's, you know, we all know how tremendous that is in this space. So um, we're really excited for that. But at the same time, didn't want to be putting ourselves in a position where, you know, the community actually controls our success. We're going to still continue to build this. And yeah, I mean, if we raise 50K, I mean, we'll continue building the way we've been building. Like I said, we've been bootstrapped to date and uh we're still here to try and get this done and then thankfully there's no like you know like ticker that's public that says like oh you sold this many nfts and you know people can fud that or anything like that we'll leave it open until we feel like we need to close it and i think under reg cf we have 12 months nice um and, and then one other quick question is just really like what's sort of the the next catalyst that you hope to reach you know if you're raising 300 uh at two you know, I'm assuming you're going to try and go for a, I guess, a seed or a, a eventually what's, I guess, what's the milestone you're hoping to reach uh, with this, um, like the, the key metrics that you hope to hit uh, in order to kind of move to that next phase? Yeah, I think it's wholly dependent upon um, obtaining critical mass of users and projects. Um, you know, I think, you know, if we can really get a foothold in the market, you know, we've API our scores and getting them on all different platforms. So they become the actual industry standard. Like when you see a Yelp review or you see a Rotten Tomato score, you know exactly what that means. You don't need to go to those sites to actually digest any more information. Those scores in and of themselves are incredibly powerful. So getting to that point is both, you know, 
project adoption, user adoption, strategic partnerships. So I think it can go a number of avenues. Um, we haven't set forth or determined exactly what specific, you know, target we'd be reaching in the next round. I think that's, you know, trying to plan for something that is, you know, far down the line. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's opportunities for an actual, you know, seed round. There's opportunities for it to be acquired by, you know, potential competitors or Web2 providers in the space who want to enter Web3. Um, there's opportunities for us just to monetize this. Um, in the ways that, you know, we've outlined in our monetization strategies, which is a thread uh, that we released the other day, uh, which was, you know, uh, it's also included in our in our pitch deck thread. Um, and it might just be, you know, worth just monetizing uh, in and of itself. Um, and, you know, that's yet to be seen. And, you know, we want to, like I said, build this. We're trying to do this the right way from the start and um, looking forward to who in the community wants to join us for this ride. Thanks, man, for answering. It sounds sounds super cool. Uh, definitely going to dig in further. It's uh, uh, it's awesome to see some uh, grown ups <laughs> come into the space. So, good job. Good luck. We only got Appreciate about it. a minute left. <clears throat> Jordan, it's been great talking to you. I'm excited about it as well. Just to confirm, too, the crowdfunding is live now. Correct. Signups are live now. Um, so we have a portal because, again, with Reg CF, we can't just give out the link. Um, you have to sign up and we have to personally send you an email. Um, unfortunately, you know, there's not too many um, true wallet to wallet communication platforms existing yet. So we couldn't just collect email uh, wallet numbers and send messages on chain. Um, and the platform requires that an email be sent to each individual. So um, we have two different signups there in that thread or in that pin tweet right above that uh, outlines, you know, everything about the crowdfund raise. Um, you can choose which tier you want to participate in. And then starting probably the end of today, maybe tomorrow, we'll start sending out those emails um, so you can start participating in it. It'll be a first come, first serve. Like I said, that first tier is uh, is going to be capped at 20 people. Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty, pretty uh, small group. After that, um, like I said, it's a little more open um, and a little more flexibility for people to contribute, you know, what they feel comfortable with. 100%. And Bunny, did you have anything for your or is it just some other comment? Of course I did. Yeah, I, I know he said he doesn't have any plans on dropping NFTs, uh, but he may have or may not have heard. Some of the biggest and best brands right. are moving over to Bitcoin. Uh, and I think Yordinals is the perfect name. Yordinals. Oh, wow, Yordinals. I like it. I like it. All right. The first time Bunny said something that I actually appreciate. Like it. Yeah, we're pleasantly surprised. Uh, the most contribution he's had all episodes. So kudos to him. You know, it's great. Uh, but that's going to do it for today's episode. Shout out Yord for swinging by, sponsoring the episode, getting everything going, and just absolutely crushing the conversation today. I appreciate you pulling up, giving us all the details. Good luck on the crowdfunding. I'm excited for it. It's a net new spin, and I love the comment that even if you could use an NFT, it's not always the right play. And I think this is a great way to go about rolling out a product. And to everyone else's point, it's, uh, it's great to see, as Ian said, some adults in the room. So kudos to you. Kudos to the conversation. Appreciate all the dope speakers today. Appreciate everybody pulling up and listening and tuning in. We'll be back again at 5 p.m. Eastern time. We'll catch you next time. Enjoy the rest of your day.